0: The Sunday Sit-Down on Algoa FM.
1: Ava Max, the song called Million Dollar Baby. Um, and in today's fuss for Ahmet, JP. Uh, how are you doing? I'm well, Charles. How are you? Uh, the man on the other side um, of the microphone for today is, uh, or for a little while today, is uh, JP Butter, who you would have um, heard up until uh, 24 and a half hours ago. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and the sort of baby of the group as well. Uh, I am the youngest in programming. I I actually don't think of it like that. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. (laughs) So, are you one of those woke millennials we have to be very sensitive and gentle around? Uh, Not quite. (laughs) No, no, no. You can really go for it. Um, Yeah, I had a very, like, sort of tough upbringing. I had to be really tough, so I can take it. From the streets. Yeah, essentially, <laughs> essentially, yeah.
0: Uh, straight from the hood, you
1: know. <laughs> okay. So, d- d- yeah, we, we got talking. Um, you you said to me you saw what I was quickly inhaling while the back-to-back rice. music was playing with my chicken rice casserole that I made uh, on Friday evening, which is one of my favourite things to make. On the confession that you are a sweetaholic. Oh, gosh. Charles, I mean… The way to my heart
0: is through my stomach, and it's with sweetness. Absolutely. Oh, I'm, I have such a sweet tooth. Um, I can't leave sugar alone, even though I shouldn't, uh. right, as discussed or fair. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I love sugary things. I've just got a sweet tooth. That's just who I am. Mm. Um, but a great passion for cooking as well. I love being in the kitchen. Okay. Um, I spend a lot of money on food. <laughs> right. It's probably my biggest spend, believe it or not. Like food is crazy expensive. It really has, and become. it's just gone up over the last year or so, I'd say. Uh, especially in light of course of what's happening in Europe and whatever. But it's really like it's noticeable how the po- food prices are going up. But yes, I do love cooking. Love being in the kitchen. Uh, trying different things and pasta. Pasta,
1: pasta. Okay. Carbohydrates. Yeah. Uh, I was about, about to say, do you have a signature dish or is yeah, it some, some variation on pasta? Pasta and perhaps
0: just my way of making two-minute noodles.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love this the is, stuff. Yeah. Uh, you're th- th- that's technically a culinary low point. Um, <laughs> if you do eat two-minute noodles, please just make sure that they don't have hydrogenated palm fat in them. Uh, That's the one ingredient to look out for. Uh, Right. Is that the bad stuff? It's a a trans fat. Uh, Um, Well, that explains a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And it's one of the only bad forms of dietary cholesterol. I see. Yes. And you're quite knowledgeable about this kind of stuff. Uh, Yes, but it's funny you should talk about the two-minute noodle things. It's one of the things that I love to also dress up. Yes, because you can make it really cool. Like yeah, you put some veggies in
0: there, put a protein in there. Uh, I too like I do cheese in noodles as well,
1: but not um, the cheese flavour because che- I haven't found one of the cheese flavoured ones that is cheesy. Yeah, no, they actually just smell like feet. And <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's literally I wasn't what I was going to say it, but yeah, you see now, <laughs> it's exactly that. Hmm, uh, let's probably start at the beginning. Where are you
0: from? Right? So I am here from PE. Um, mm. I grew up in PE mostly and I say mostly because I was thrown around quite a bit. So um, I went to Greenwood Primary School up until grade three uh, here in Cabeja. And
1: what a great place. Absolutely loved my yeah, time at I, Greenwood. I knew a couple of people who worked there. And they also, as, as a teacher and an administrator, both raved about what kind of school it was. Yeah, it was a
0: great place. And um, I must have been quite naughty
1: because <laughs> Elaine Thompson,
0: <laughs> who had eventually become the principal, uh, I bumped into her a couple of years ago at a restaurant. She looked me dead in the eye. She said, JP. I remember you. And you know, we always remember the <laughs> naughty that ones. Uh, that means that I must have been naughty because as a teacher, it's a kind of like unspoken thing. You remember the naughty ones a lot more, I think, than you remember the the, the, the sort of sweet ones. Um, so yeah, I was at Greenwood, and then we moved. Um, my grandmother had uh, so I grew up with my gran. Okay. And uh, she had gotten divorced from her husband, her second husband. They had a taxi business together called the Francis Taxis, right. and they were quite popular uh, down here in GQ. So well, then PE. So, I was always, uh, you know, riding along with the drivers, and the cars would, of course, have the it radio. It would be interesting. Playing, yeah. And it was always, I'll go at FM. And that's where my love for this brand started, really. Oh, wow. Uh, was in the cars and, and listening to the radio. Um, so then they got divorced, and I made my way up to live with my aunt and my uncle up in Secunda in Pumalanga. Oh, not the best time of my life. I didn't like the place. Okay. Um, the, there's a petroleum factory uh, in that city as well. So, like, at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, you just get the smell, oh. you know, all across this little town um, from the factory. It just it was not a great place. And I but suppose
1: I, not being windy, it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, that's right. Um,
0: but I spent a year up there with my aunt, my uncle. They owned a bar. Um, which is pretty in. interesting. So, this would have been, yeah. yeah. But that, that was the funny thing is that I was, like, 9 or 10 years old. But we used to, like, work. Myself, and my cousins, we used to work in the bar. Uh, I used to sing in the bar as well. Uh, I used to be able to sing, believe it or not. Okay. Um, Actually, this brings me back to Greenwood because I was in the play. I was in this play called the Oscar Awards at Greenwood. Mm -hmm. And I played Jack and the Beanstalk. And I remember singing this beautiful song while walking up this incredible flight of stairs. And I've always been afraid of heights. um, And they taped that. And I've been looking for that tape for years. Well, now's your chance yeah, to so ask if, if anybody, anybody has it. Yeah, if anybody has a copy of that tape, I think the play was called The Oscar Awards or something like that. Could have been 2001, 2002. Um, like, get in touch, please. Like, I really, really would love to see that. Um, but yeah, so I used to be able to do that. I used to be able to sing, and we would sing in the bar and cool. Um, and so I was there for a year, and then we came to back down to PE. I came back to my gran. And then I went to an Afrikaans school uh, called Excelsior Mm -hmm. uh, up there in Mount Croy. Also great, great school. Really enjoyed my time there. Grade 8, spent a little bit of time at Andorabi and boom, sent off again. uh, (laughs) Back to my aunt and uncle. Um, And so I went up to, they were living at the time in Gauteng and I was at a school called uh, which was Stoffberg, um, which was really interesting, <laughs> to say the least. Sure. Uh, then back to PE. Uh, oh, man, was, Charles was up and down. I've been in so many schools. I was about to ask, how many? Yeah, like literally, I was always the new kid, and that wasn't really nice. Um, uh, yeah, uh, eventually I settled um, from grade 10 uh, when I came back again to PE uh, <laughs> after having lived with... Of another family member you know it was always different homes different people a couch here, or there it was it was quite crazy cool. um, but yeah I settled back in PE grade 10 went to work with Salia and I lived with my granddad in those if you've ever been to Bay West on the freeway you go past Sidwell you see those big brown buildings um, that's where we lived so it essentially was the hood okay. you know yeah so <laughs> that was the street life I tell you um, but Salia also was great um, that was the point for me where my academics really took off. Okay. Um, you hear a lot about, I mean, many schools, um, but I heard so much about the school, and I was very intimidated to go there, but it was the best three years of my life. Honestly, um, academics took off. I was able to just be a, a different kind of person, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So that was lovely. Yeah, no,
1: no, no, my question is, you've kind of detailed um, a fairly disrupted yeah. and less than pleasant schooling experience overall. Yeah. It wasn't Why on earth then are
0: you a teacher? <laughs> That's a very funny question, actually. Um, so teaching was not my first choice. I have to be honest about that. I love what I do. Shall I oh. absolutely adore what I do? Um, and I don't see myself really doing anything else. But I actually wanted to be a cosmetic surgeon. Oh. Right? I was convinced that I would be a plastic surgeon, and I was going to be a great one. But maths and science, I couldn't do. <laughs> right? I just could not maths and I could not science yeah. uh, but I could language okay. I could language and so of course when the important decisions had to be made um, I, I decided to study language and then I did a teaching degree after that um, which was pretty cool and I absolutely love what I do I'm at Alexander Road High School and I teach English and Afrikaans there across all grades and it's a great place and it's a, a great profession you know I think that Definitely teaching as a whole is is probably a bit
1: less respected than it was 50 years ago. Which is Um, a crying shame because I don't know if you're aware and it it only struck me. I was like driving to work today and I thought to myself, uh, you're a colleague of mine. So I obviously probably shouldn't and don't need to Google you. So we'll just chat. Yeah. And then I thought, oh, but it's the second week in a row I have a teacher in the chair. I had Yvonne Dela Smith that's last right, week. Yes, yeah, I was listening. to And that. what I said to her is, what I'm saying to you is, you, you've explained the steps of how you got there, and it seems to have been less of a calling for you that's turned into a calling. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't think, worst. yeah, I don't think it was a calling from the start, but it kind of needs to be actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anybody can just say, "Well, I'm going to study teaching and I'm going to be a teacher for convenience," because you're going to learn some very hard
1: lessons very quickly. Uh, but it did
0: turn into something that I became incredibly passionate about.
1: What, what is the reaction to, to the, your learners, because that's the term we use now, um, to the fact that their teacher presents the top 30 on Algo FM. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> so we, we're quite a big school, right? There's 1,300
0: kids, um, and it's just impossible to know everyone. But those that know they know okay. and uh, so I'll, I'll be stopped like on a weekly basis uh, someone will stop in the passage. "Sir, I saw your face on a lamp pole you know that's so cool tell me about what you do um, so for them you know I think also because I see a lot of my kids every day it's kind of like well you know we're used to it now uh, but for those who like kind of just find out they think it's the coolest thing in the world you know <laughs> um, so yeah that's it's it's always interesting and like I said it happens every week where <laughs> a new person stops me and says hey I saw your face there on that pole and I was like yeah well I've, I've made it
1: in life I've, you know mama I've made it if my face is on a lamp pole then yeah. you know um. Good news. Derek Cunod, I hope have pronounced that correctly, says, J.P., contact Mrs. Barnardo at Greenwood. She may well still have a tape of the Oscar I Awards. I have. I oh. have contacted
0: her. Yes, I have.
1: And uh, she has not been able to find one Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's very sad. So now, of course, you have two fairly divergent passions both radio and uh, you've, you started off reminding us that you are the baby of of the presenters. (laughs) You also hold uh, one of the most important specialist shows on the station that, that, must be somewhere between cool and terrifying. It is. Um, I think more terrifying uh,
0: than <laughs> it is cool, uh, and it's a really big deal. You know, if you had said to me ten years ago that you were going to take over the Al Gofim 30 from Wayne Hart and do that, I'd have said you're absolutely crazy. <laughs> I would have said, oh, you're absolutely nuts. I mean, radio was always something I wanted to do, but at one stage I really thought that it was never going to happen for me. You know. Um, and so, like, here I am, and I still have to pinch myself sometimes. Even having been here for almost three years, it's still very unreal. It's that moment where you realize that for these three hours, I am the product of, you know, I'm the face, essentially, of this commercial brand. It's, it, it's enormous. It's huge. Yeah. You know, people don't always think about it that way.
1: And, uh, you, well, as somebody who has a fair amount of experience doing the chart, it, it remains an intimidating prospect oh, because tell you. The so- the, all the songs have to be played. They have to be played in order. You've got to be on time. And the thing needs to run (laughs) on time. It's like, yeah, because when I was doing it, it was literally a case of hold on tight, because from now until midday. Yeah, it's It's just it's it's a big. It just goes, 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 goes. It doesn't
0: stop. You've got time for for nothing but what you have
1: to do. Uh, But you make it happen. You know, you just you just got to do what you got to do. Hmm. Um, that brings me to a question like, what is your taste in music? A little bit of everything, Charles,
0: actually, uh, okay. yeah. So I can very comfortably listen to some heavy metal uh, and then move over and uh, skip the track and go to like something classical, you know, and listen to the violin or someone singing opera. It's it's really diverse. It's cr- like crazy, um, the the sort of range of music that I listen to. And I think my neighbors probably sometimes think,
1: what is wrong with this? You know. <laughs> Do you, you do you treat them from from time to time to your taste in music?
0: I do, um, I do. I, I make sure it's loud, and I think some of my neighbors <laughs> like my music, whether they like it or not. If you know what I mean, you know it's loud. Yeah, I've got to do it.
1: Uh, I, I'm trying to think of one of the quotes about that. Um Yeah, Yeah, uh, about someone, the neighbor coming and saying what time it is, and you're like thankful for the time check more than (laughs) 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 anything else. So, what comes next? So,
0: next, um, I actually don't know. So, I'm going to go back to university next year. I want to study again. I'm I'm something of a professional student I think. Right. Uh, I never stopped studying. So when I left school I started studying and I've just well this year I haven't studied but every year since I left school I've done something. You know, I've done some kind of degree um, I always felt like uh, education was important and um, just getting to a point where I feel like I'm educated enough is important to me. Um, it's a personal goal. So I'd, I'd very much like to um, get a master's degree, nice. uh, potentially potentially to lecture as well. That I think that would be the end goal uh, in terms of, of education. Uh, but that's on the cut. So next is hopefully uh, to get that master's done, yeah.
1: Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, as is always the case, we run out of time probably oh. before we run out of the, the, the option to, to chat. So is there, is there anything that, that we kind of haven't really covered that you think is important that, that people should, should know about you? Sure. Um, that's actually a really difficult question. Um, I, I, yeah. Yeah, that, that's such a difficult
0: question. I think, that, I think it's just important that people realize about me, gosh, that I think I'm pretty humble. Oh. right i think there's this perception that people get sometimes that you know they see the home they see the car and they go oh, you know this guy must come from money or something like that like i've worked yeah. hard you know to uh, to be where i am and i'm very proud of where i am and i spent
1: oh, not a trust fund baby yeah not a chance yeah <laughs> no
0: like that i think that's but that's literally been something that's annoyed me because people make
1: that assumption and i cannot stand it Oh wow, uh, to be honest with you yeah okay interesting Thank you very much for you, John, um, taking some we... time out of uh, your Sunday. We'll catch you again on Saturday for the Algoa FM Top 30 powered by CTM. Because uh, everybody <laughs> deserves a beautiful home. <laughs> City weather. <winner. laughs>
0: there we are. <laughs> We're so familiar with that
1: one. Uh, well, yes, we read it uh, enough times. Then, of course, this, this white boy had it translated by Mio for me. It means we say he said to me so I actually did not I never ever computer. even
0: asked the question so thank so you there we go <laughs>
1: learn something every day uh, one more song on the way to news time thanks JP thank you Sean your digital library experience podcasts from